What's up and welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, a.k.a. Ra, God of the Sun, accompanied by Dan, the madman, Papa Sun Killer. How's it going, Dan? How's it going, Eslam? This episode right here, this is a special episode. This is a rate and review. We're going to be rating and reviewing A Silent Voice. Here are all our details, what we thought about it, and a little bit of what's going on in the movie. And uh, I hope you enjoy. Available on Netflix. So sit back, relax, while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom in the goddamn ears. Music. You are now listening to Los Wise Guys Production. Well, okay, before we start talking about the movie, uh, if you've been following the rate and reviews, you've noticed that we have not done an English movie yet. <laughs> there have all been movies with subtitles, and so far we're continuing. All been um, films, yeah. yeah, we're continuing the trend with uh, A Silent Voice, aka Koe no Katashi. Yep. Original title. Directed by uh, Naoko Yamada. Yes. Uh, it's a Japanese animated movie. So it's, um, at least it's not from Spain this time. Yeah, the, yeah that's the true. first two from Spain. We branched out a little bit. <laughs> we went yeah. to Japan. We're we're going. We keep going east. Yeah, yeah. We're eventually make our way back to America, because um, you know it's a it's a globe circle. Just you know. Yeah. Is it, is uh, it? <laughs> there's some flat earthers out there, man. <laughs> we're not making a U-turn. We're just gonna keep going around. I mean, we can't really go that much more east without hitting the U.S. at this point. Um. Yeah, we can. We can go south. Then Oh, you just went deviate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick a movie but, that was made at the equator. <laughs> oh, there's a there's some Egyptian movies right at the equator. There you go. Um but yeah, this movie was was intense. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was an intense I was not ready for that. It Actually, was so I I want to give a shout out to who picked the movie cuz cuz yes. uh so the way we've done rating reviews is uh, originally, I picked a movie. Uh, I picked um, The Platform, also known as El Hoyo. Then Eslam picked a movie. He went with Pan's Labyrinth, also known as El Labyrinto del Fauno. Yeah. And then this one, we were like, all right, how do, how do you do the third? Do we want to go back to me? Do we want to go back to you? Do a snake type thing? And I was like, no, let's give it to the people. Let's give it to the fans. And this was done by one Henry. Number one fan. We always talk about him. He's been on the show a few times. Henry gave us a list of movies. And of the list... A Silent Voice was one of them. And A Silent Voice stood out amongst all the other ones. A lot of them were stuff we either we'd already seen or um, just one movie in particular well, Islam hates and didn't want to see. <laughs> so um, I think all but two movies yeah. we, had, uh, we had seen. And usually when we're trying to pick a movie, we're trying to pick a movie that neither of us have seen. Yeah. So I think between all the movies, two of them were either seen by me or you or both of us. Mm-hmm. So I think it was between A Silent Voice and I forget the yeah. other movie. 
and then Which we ended probably up gonna end up doing someday <laughs> maybe it depends if henry wants to pick it again if yeah. he uh on uh on the next round but we already have another um suggestion for next time we'll talk about that later okay. um but this movie mm-hmm. was intense mm-hmm. it was so intense mm-hmm. I didn't play The Last of Us Part 2 like I was supposed to. Wow. You know what? I was thinking as we were watching it, I was just like, this is this is some pretty heavy stuff. And I thought to myself, like, Eslam's gonna have a rough week. Bro, I couldn't do it. I like it was it was so emotionally taxing. Yeah. This movie choked me up and um and brought me to some tears. Like I didn't like full on cry, but yeah. like I got teary eyed. And like I was just like I can't play Last of Us Part Two now, I just can't do it. Like I need to take a break from the, all this emotional stress. Maybe next week we'll see. <laughs> I'm so happy you got teary eyed. That's long. I'm so happy. If there's anything I enjoy in life, it's it's tears in your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the thing is, we we've talked about it before, and it's just like I, I've said it before, where it's like I'll play certain video games and. Or I'll watch a movie or I'll watch a TV show and then it'll bring a tear to my eye. And 90% of the time you have come in and you'd say, well, nothing's ever made me cry. Nothing's ever put tears in my eyes. No- nothing's ever done that. I was like, all right, you're all right, Mr. Cool. All right, Mr. Happy. False. Nothing has ever made me cry, but multiple movies have made me choked and teary eyed. One right, of them being getting specifics. Um, one of them being The Passion of the Christ. Really? I, I think I've talked about that multiple times. The scene where... Jesus is carrying the cross Mm -hmm. and he falls and Mm -hmm. then his mother runs to him. And then they do like, while she's running to him, they do a a flashback to him, to her running to him as a child Mm -hmm. when he has fallen. And that like pulled up my, uh, my heartstrings. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, if if you're going by that logic, I've never cried at anything. Um, Yeah, no, I've never actually. I I consider I consider the tearing up when people say they cry. What they mean ninety percent of the time is that they tear it up. No, no, no. I no. They some people actually like cry. Well, that's just absurd. You know, that's just absurd. Including my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. As like she's told me, she's like, I was watching this video. It was really sad. It made me cry. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like some people like ball like. The only time I think I've cried is if I laugh so hard at something. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's getting teary eyed, so it's not yeah. crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's the closest I'll, I'll come to it. But anyway, <clears throat> no. no, this this movie was a very emotionally uh, taxing, like you said. Um, I remember watching the trailer. You didn't watch the trailer for this one, right? No, I don't. I didn't know what I was going into. Exactly. Watching this that's, movie. Yeah, that's the third time. That's the third time for you. Um, <laughs> And uh, I know you do that on purpose. It's uh, granted you thought the platform was something completely. You you were expecting like an action movie. The way you described it to me, that was what I thought. Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth. I thought it was Labyrinth. Yeah, you thought, um, oh, the how are they going to get this base? David Bowie. I thought I was like, when am I going to see David Bowie? He's the whole not time, in this. Just waiting. Just wait. Where's Iggy Pop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, um, well, whatever. But. Um, the 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 thing is, I did watch the trailer. I, I'm a very big fan of trailers, so it's like I, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. watch trailer for every single movie we ever watch. Um, yeah, I think I'll skip that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's uh, it's more of a surprise for you. It's for a lot of movies though. I've even though I haven't seen everything, I know a lot about movies I've never seen. Uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, anybody who's had a conversation with me knows, like, I could tell you about who was in a movie or what happens in the movie or the plot of a movie without ever seeing the movie. I don't know. It's a gift. It's a curse. But, uh, yeah, so I watched the trailer, and I knew what I was getting myself into. That's why I was just like, all right, let's let's do it. I was I was prepared. Um, <laughs> I, I, How was it, man? Yeah. I got I got like sucker punched with yeah. this. <sighs> but uh, I mean, how, how do you how do you want to get into this? How do you want to do it? All right, so let's describe like the. I think the movie had a message mm-hmm. as well as a lesson uh, for its watchers, and mm-hmm. I think it's it, it in Japan. This is a very um, rampant thing that happens. Uh, uh, suicides mm-hmm. uh, with uh, and the cause of the suicides being bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this was a movie to um, to teach the youth mm-hmm. a lesson because a lot of youth in Japan d- does watch anime yeah. and so do the the adults. Like anime is like a very big cultural thing in Japan. Yeah, it's a regular, normal, everyday. Everybody watches. Everybody reads manga. <clears throat> yeah. So I I think this was a uh, this movie was the equivalent to me. Uh, in the sense of um, Inside Out, the the Pixar movie. Okay. In the sense that Pixar, uh, Pixar out, Inside Out was teaching the youth, uh, explaining to them uh, feelings, mm-hmm. and like how feelings eventually evolve when you like mature. Okay. Where in Inside Out, they they kind of show like uh, inside the the child's head, like everything is like to extremes right happiness is extreme happiness sadness is extreme sadness there's no in between mm-hmm. and um uh they the way they do this is like there's like happy land sad land like we don't go there like stuff like that like playland and like everything is extremes because that's just like how children think and they're so innocent they think in one yeah. way and i think that was a great way to kind of like show the youth or um i, I I saw it and I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. The way they showed it, they portrayed it um, was fantastic. And um, uh, so it was just, it, it, it eventually showed that feelings mix, mm-hmm. that sadness sometimes brings happiness uh, within the same emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like you're so happy, you start crying and you're you're so whatever it is right you're so sad you get angry frustrated like uh, feelings like mesh into each other yeah. and they were teaching that inside the movie fantastic movie i highly recommend yeah. everybody watches oh, i'm never inside gonna watch out. that never gonna watch that um but i think this one was kind of in the same way um just showing like how bullying can affect both the bully and the bullied absolutely especially in a culture like japan where they well, they were they will ostracize they were they will kind of excommunicate the uh-huh. bully and now the bully becomes bullied by society exactly in the sense of uh you're an outcast we no longer want to talk to you because yep. of this behavior so this so essentially they they almost like breed out certain behaviors in the culture uh-huh. by doing this and then if those people will never Either will never um, come back from it, they will commit suicide, or they will just be outcast. They won't re- uh, procreate and whatnot, and they won't pass those genes or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, this is all like um, 
it's just all my thoughts yeah, yeah. on on w- what I've noticed as an outsider looking into Japanese yeah, yeah, culture yeah. through anime, through stuff that I've read, through shows that I've watched. Um, so uh, I could be a hundred percent wrong about all of this, but yeah. this is just my opinion on it. And I think this movie was a was a great way of showing that, and like the dynamics between the bully, the bullied, um, the the friends around the bully that were his friends that now no longer his friends and mm-hmm. i mean we'll get more about the story later on but mm-hmm. um my opinion of the movie was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, i i loved it it, it was intense mm-hmm. um, at some points there was a lot of um symbolism um mm-hmm. uh, that we can talk about later uh with like the picture taking and stuff like that and you realize why it was being done later there was flashbacks and mm-hmm. so on and so forth but amazing movie we I, I think i highly recommend this movie for everyone to watch absolutely um, absolutely i agree with be, you i agree with you it was a great movie be careful though it is intense it, you you will i mean if you're a crier at movies you will definitely cry in this movie mm-hmm. there i don't know what it is man there's something about anime mm-hmm. that uh, like i can watch any other form of like um media mm-hmm. i can watch like live action i can watch american cartoons mm-hmm. i can watch whatever none of them tug at like my emotional strings the same way anime does really like I can watch like um like a sad movie, like an emotional drama, blah blah blah. It doesn't really do much for me. Mm-hmm. Like it won't like I don't I mean I'm dead on the inside at mm-hmm. some point, mm-hmm. but I mean, well, look who you're talking to, you know what I'm saying? Uh so like <laughs> uh so and then I'll watch like um like cartoon movies and they'll be sad and whatnot and i'll be like oh that's sad and crazy but like i won't like really feel it feel it where it will like choke me up and like get me teary-eyed like this movie did Mm -hmm. but in like when jiraiya died bro and that was a manga i read not even not even a show i watched yeah i mean i eventually watched the episode but when jiraiya died like um that that manga had a symbolism of death with rain yeah and like when um uh, for anybody who doesn't watch, know he's talking about naruto granted yeah. almost everybody who's listening to this i'm sure knows about naruto but still yeah um <laughs> hunter x hunter when gone uh goes berserker and like i felt his anger mm-hmm. when he was like beating uh pitu to a pulp mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i felt that um, it's funny if there was one anime thing that that got me and believe it or not because i think about it now and i think about how cheesy it is but at the time mm-hmm. being the same age as this character um gohan taking down cell believe it or not yeah yeah with, with goku yeah. the spirit of goku behind him and he's got the one arm and i was just like man this kid saved the world and i was just like <laughs> i was like i'm the same age as him and all i'm about to do is go to basketball practice <laughs> 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 um but uh no it's and it's weird um i i mean i guess any movie can get me uh it doesn't necessarily have to be anime any movie tv <clears throat> show anything a video game obviously that can get me um this one uh, it very emotionally taxing. Not at any point did it have me in tears. Um, okay. there were a few moments I was like, Oh my God, you know, what's, what's happened? Or I would watch it. And I was just like, Oh wow. I do feel, uh, very sad for a character. Uh, you know, I was empathetic with them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was just like, it, it didn't, it didn't get me to that point. Uh, yeah, it yeah. didn't get me to that, uh, that thing, but, uh, it was, I, I mean, that's not a detriment to it at all. It's still oh, no, a very, very not. good movie. I very much enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so it it was a lot about bullies, like you said. Uh, one of the main things, uh, 
which I, I feel like it's almost an obvious one is uh, just friendship in general. Friendship yes. was like one of the biggest themes uh, all centered all around this movie from beginning to end, uh, whether it's people trying to become friends, stay friends, reconnect as friends. It was like friendship <laughs> going was a very strong uh, theme throughout the entire film. I think friendship, uh, you're a hundred percent correct. And I, and now you say that and I, I've noticed it, but I never really like, mm-hmm. I guess noticed it, mm-hmm. but like 90% of animes we watch is about friendship. Yeah, it really Naruto, is. Yep. Uh, Sasuke and Naruto. Uh, One Piece, it's all about Nakama, yep. his friends, um, his team. Um, Dragon Ball, it's uh, Goku going around the world, meeting new people, making new friends. Exactly. Uh, like these, the, Gon, making new friends. Uh, like it's just, uh, it's like friendship is very, like that relationship, Helsing. I guess, is very important. Yeah, is very important <laughs> to the culture. Yeah. Um, and maybe they're doing that because they're so like maybe timid to mm. the point where they want people to like, hey, you need to make friends. You need. I, I, again, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of guessing oh, yeah, on that, some of this yeah. as an outsider, like observing, um, who've never visited Japan. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, one day he will be able to. Wow, um, it's I'm sorry because you you made the revelation off of what I said, and I just made uh-huh. a re- revelation off of what you said. <laughs> in um in terms of professional wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling in, in particular, mm-hmm. um. So I, I'm sure you've heard me talk about, or you've even seen it in American wrestling, you know, about Degeneration X is a, a faction or, or a stable group of people who run together. I've mentioned to you the Four Horsemen, Ric Flair, the NWO. These are all groups, right? Um, and every once in a while in American uh, wrestling, like WWE stuff, there's uh, different stables, groups, factions, and they form together and they become a, a, a they have some type of camaraderie and they work together. In New Japan Pro Wrestling, they they do things differently. Almost everybody is part of a faction at all times. There's always a group of friends. So think of them as cliques. So mm-hmm. in New Japan Pro Wrestling, there there it never is a point where there isn't like at least like four or five different stables or groups running around at all times. So it's like, I guess that's a form of friendship in a in a sense. Yeah. It's like you have yeah. the chaos group. They're supposed to be like the good guys now, and they're always working together. Sometimes they betray one of them, and then they join this other group, and that like. Jay White, he leaves them, he joins Bullet Club, and that's another group, you know, and it's like, even in wrestling, <laughs> there's a group of camaraderie and friendship, and then you have the guys who are not part of these groups, they themselves become a group who are just like yeah. not a group group, not an official group, but yeah. uh, no matter what, there's some form of friendship throughout every wrestler in New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's insane. Yeah, like the loners are always looked uh, weird upon yeah. in, in, in Japanese culture, Sasuke. I've, I've noticed through yeah through through again manga tv shows and and whatnot uh media that i've and it's like very reflective of what they're trying to show in their culture and And, what they want to do and nine times out of ten they either join the group at some point or they Mm -hmm. uh i don't know they become evil bad guys and get killed off i don't know like look at vegeta vegeta was one of the ultimate bad guys and then Mm -hmm. in the end he's you know he's having yeah. a barbecue <laughs> you know with goku and stuff you know? <laughs> he had that he had that um that uh the fast and the furious magnum pi oh. stash oh i thought i thought you were talking <laughs> about the fast and the furious moment with like that's friendship right there too like oh you killed han you want this hot dog here's a corona <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh my god and fast han and is japanese was... yeah, yeah <laughs> so it all it comes is. back it all comes together oh yeah um but uh, so this, yeah, this movie, um, it's just, 
So let's let's get started with the movie. So the movie kind of started a flashback within a like in the movie it started within a flashback because <clears throat> you kind of so let's talk about the main characters right let's do it. so there's shoya ishida which is the the one of the two main characters mm-hmm. in the show um he is the bully mm-hmm. and then there's shoko uh nishimiya who is the bullied girl and the reason why she is bullied because she is deaf mm-hmm. and uh she she can't really speak she has hearing aids um and like she speaks in that um deaf tone quick si- quick side tangent did you watch it in english japanese what would japanese do? japanese same here with english subtitles oh there was there, there, was there, a, there were options uh, there was a dubbed version uh i i think there was an english version i i was glancing through it um i didn't even look it just started I, yeah. I saw subtitles i was like that's what i'm watching now now i could now i might be wrong but uh, i know at least in terms of subtitles there were different ones in in terms of the voice i think there were options i could i'm not 100 okay. sure but i think there were um, yeah i i watched it in japanese uh english subtitles same here <laughs> but yeah so she she speaks in that deaf tone um where you uh it's it's hard so deaf people so the way people learn to speak language is by hearing it. Uh-huh. Um, so if you if you are deaf, you're pretty much mute. Um, and then with hearing aids and stuff like that, you can start to slowly get it back, and you can speak because you you imitate the sound you hear, and that's how kids and babies learn to speak and uh-huh. stuff. So, um, but yeah, so she had she was deaf. Kids made fun of her. They would take off her. But whatever, we'll get to that in a mm-hmm, second. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm kind of skipping ahead of myself. Um, the movie starts out with him, um, like going to the bank, collecting money. It's like this montage of scenes. Yeah. He gets all his money. He puts an envelope, puts it next to his mother's yeah. bed. Well, he has a calendar, and each day is a different activity. Today, go to bank. Today, get you know, get the money. Today, quit job. Stuff like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's going down the list. Yeah. So, uh, and then he had one is like the final day. Uh, and then he and then you're seeing flashbacks of um of of him as younger kid uh at this at the same time i think um well if i remember correctly he was gonna they run through everything he was about to do it and then uh before you get to the flashbacks it was uh there were like fireworks that were going off and he it kind of like stumbled and, and it paused him yeah um from, from it snapped from him out of it i yeah. guess yeah, so he he had like got the money, gave it to put it on next to his mother's bed while she was sleeping. Yeah. And said, "Money, I owed you." Yep. Uh, he did all his things, and then he went to a bridge, um, which I think there's a famous bridge in Japan for jumpers that yeah. do it all the time. Um, and he was about to jump, and like Dan said, the fireworks snapped him out of it. And then he decides to go see this girl that he bullied mm-hmm. in middle school. And then we see flashbacks of him actually bullying the girl in middle school, and they introduce her to the class, and um, he bullies her. And how the other kids kind of don't really stand up for her; uh, they either ignore the bullying, or some of them join in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they they would take out her hearing aids and throw them throw them out the window mm-hmm. throw them in water they were destroying it and then um, they bullied her so much until she left the school and yeah. went somewhere else. well the the thing that got me um because they're like in terms of like the emotional stuff uh, that got me in the movie um one is during this part and then the second one is towards the end but um this one it's just not only are they bullying her and all this other stuff but when she first shows up 
it's uh because i remember like i said i saw the trailer so i more or less had an idea of what was going in but i saw the trailer a long time ago and when she comes in and then the teacher says hey um introduce yourself to the class and she's just standing there and everybody's looking at her and she's just staring at them with this smile on her face and then she you know that she gets tapped on the shoulder by the teacher and then she busts out the notebook and said hey my name is um so and so if uh i am i can't hear and everyone's kind of like freaked out by it and she's like if you want to communicate with me uh please use this notebook and she's like very happy very polite and she goes to her seat and then um it starts off with one girl in particular who's friends with the main character and uh no way yes thank you uh and she's she's one of the first people that kind of like confronts her and like writes in her book and is trying to be friends with her and everything and uh, as the story progresses, you see that Unoe is getting uh, annoyed by mm-hmm. by the. I, hang on, let me pull up the name so I don't forget it. By uh, Nishima, Nishimia. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna call her Shoko. Her, it's gonna just, be a lot yeah, easier. Just, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Shoko and Ishida. Yeah. So um, so Shoko is uh just trying out, just trying to be friends. That's at the end of the day, she just wants to be friends. And uh, everyone else is annoyed because like, here's this girl, she can't hear us. If we want to talk to her, we have to write in her notebook. It's annoying. It's weird. And then uh, the main character, Ishida, he's just out there and he's just mad because she's different and he doesn't, it, it, it creeps him out. He says it multiple times. And he's the one who keeps on bullying uh, her in particular, pulling out the uh, the uh, hearing aids. And her response is always the same, just like, hey, I'm going to still be polite. I'm going to still be uh, cool. And then she keeps on doing uh, the sign language symbol for friendship. And she's like, mm-hmm. we're friends. And he's like, I'm not friends with you. Blah, blah. And then they go through different montages. And one that got me laughing was um when he has the hose and he's just standing there and it's just shooting on top of her <laughs> <Yeah>. head. <laughs> She's just standing yeah, there just taking fun. it. <laughs> that, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's like you see all these different scenes of stuff of she's getting bullied by everyone. At the end of the day, she's just taking it like a champ. She's like, nah, man, I'm going to be friends. Um, And then there's the yeah. one day where he sort of like confronts her about it. Um, Well, actually, no, she so he gets bullied. No, because he left school. She left school after they already kind of Got rid of him, correct? No, she left school first. But wh- when's the scene where they get into the, like the fight? Because they get into a uh, fight with the other boys. No, no, her and him. Where she's yeah. After that fight, she leaves. Okay, but wh- the thing is, she was cleaning <clears throat> stuff off of his desk. So what happened was, um, she, she they start they turned on him when he ripped out one of her um. Hearing aids. Uh, hearing aids, and it cut her ear, that's and she started bleeding. Yeah. And then everybody in the class was like, all right, that's just too far. Yeah. Um, and then that's when they turned on him. Yeah. And then that's when they would write things on his desk, and she would clean it off and stuff, and then she would be like... Um, um, she would, she would clean it off, and that's when they had the fight. Also, there was like... Uh, after she left, they... Uh, <clears throat> the teachers came in and they were like, she left. She was being bullied. That's Does right. anybody That's know right. anything? And then the uh, the or well, the principal came in and then the teacher called out Ishida. He's like, he's like we all know it's you. Her. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And he stands up and then he, well, he's like, I wasn't the only one. And like these other kids did too. But, and then they all just turned on him and, and like threw him under the bus. Yeah. And that's when he like felt betrayed. He's like, I thought you guys were my friends yep. and you all turned on me. Then he's getting and bullied then- by everyone. And then they show that same montage, but he's getting bullied. And then, of course, they show the same water sprinkles going on top of his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah. <laughs> taking it. 
Um, but yeah, so and then that happens, and that's like <clears throat> everybody was like either com- uh, compliant with the bullying until it like reached a certain level, and then they all turned on him. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he was like, "All right, so like, what is friendship?" Because I thought these were my friends, yeah. and now everybody turned on me, and I'm the bad. I'm the only bad guy. Mm-hmm. And and that's like that becomes like a theme in the movie, um, where he's like he doesn't really know what friendship is yeah. because he's never had like a true friend. And then it kind of time skips to so when he was trying to commit suicide, this uh, he was or like this was he was in high school. Mm-hmm. So he went through the the sixth grade or middle school or whatever he entered high school, and then that's when he kind of decided he's like All right, I'm gonna end it and. The flashbacks is when they were younger and in middle school. And now the rest of the movie takes place uh, while they're in high school students. Mm -hmm. And like there's some flashbacks. There's other characters that interact with her. Um, One tried to be her friend and then ended up getting like bullied as well and just left the school as well before she did. And then those characters become a little bit more not important, but like they're they come back. They have their moments. Yeah, in in the story. Yeah, but the the again, it's mostly around um, Ishida and uh, Shoko, and then later on, you find out Shoko has a, a younger sister, uh, Yuzuru, um, who was like very protective of her sister, mm-hmm. and she has this hobby of taking pictures of dead animals. Yes, yes she does, and that is a very important s- symbol that gets revealed later on in the movie why she does that. Yeah. Um. Um, not only that, we we get to see a little bit more of Ishida's family um, as we yes. progress. So you, we already knew that he was living with his mother. Um, they, had, you know, like I said, he left the envelope <clears throat> with her. With this is the money I owe you, and we're gonna get into why he owes her money. Yeah, and then he also lives with uh, the whole for like the first couple of minutes. This random little girl named Maria, who's very yeah. loud. I'm like, where did this kid come from? <laughs> and then you so find I've- out it's uh, his sister's. Uh, kid who his sister you never see and then you see her husband pop up completely out of nowhere except for the there's one montage in the intro where he's in there and i remember watching that it was just some guy like lifting weights i'm like what was that never never shows up again until the very end of the movie it's like what's up guys (laughs) um so i i honestly thought that was his stepdad okay for a second yeah I'm told they said it was his sister's um And it's weird husband. they never He's, show the sister's face for some reason. Yeah, even at the end, she was holding the kid and it was blocking yeah, her for face. Yeah, for some reason. I was like, was like, oh, we don't want you got, to find out. <laughs> they got lazy with the character design. They just didn't want to show her face. Yeah. <clears throat> and the guy is a military man. Mm. Um, so Makes sense. Uh, yeah. That's happened a lot in Japan because we have uh, – America has an, uh, a military base yeah. in Japan, so – uh, he was an American um, yeah. soldier. Well, one, one um, thing I just want to get into is the the money. Uh, so the one in, during the flashback where you see him growing up and he's bullied and everything before Shoko leaves, um, the the principal or the teacher I don't remember who it is exactly say something along the lines of uh, she's had a number of hearing aids missing within a certain amount of time. Those things are very expensive. That's when the teacher calls out. She had left at that point. Yes. So that that was the same day the teacher called him out, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So then the mother, his mother, finds out about this. She t- she withdraws money and she works at a beauty salon. It's, we're led to believe that she doesn't make as make that much. So they're just she's just making enough just to get by. So it's a single parent household, yeah. right? It's just him and his mother yeah. 
and I guess his older sister that we never see for some reason. Yeah. Like, apparently, she wasn't important. She didn't give a shit about him wanting to commit suicide. Yeah. Um, she's like, fuck it, do it, I guess. She's out um, there just living <clears throat> her life, hiding her face, you know? Yeah, so, uh, and um, yeah, single parent household, no father. We don't know what happened to the father. Um, so, he's he acts out um, as many kids do in that situation. Mm-hmm. And and his mother's like has her beauty salon on the bottom of the house. The top of the house is where they live, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, they're just get, they're getting by. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees that she was, um, she had to withdraw money, and he sees the effect on the parent, his mom, that he's putting on her by his actions. It it that's like you see his eyes kind of like open wide. Yeah. He realizes what's happening. Kind of hits him a little yeah. harder. And then she goes and confronts Shoko's mom and uh, gives her money. And it's one of those things where she's apologetic because of her son is ruining this woman's uh, daughter's life, essentially. And uh, at one point, she's like, we're going to go over there. We're going to apologize to her. And then she's speaking to the mother off in the distance. Uh, Ishida doesn't hear what she's saying. Then the mother turns around. And she's like, hey, come here. And then the mother, uh, Shoko's mother, looks at Ishida's mother and she says something and then Ishida's mom turns back it's like no no no, stay stay don't come back yeah. don't come over here and you at that point you already realize like Shoko's mom is so mad she doesn't even want to see this kid like she doesn't want to yeah. deal with him once have nothing to do with him they walk off the mother comes back she's in tears and she's bleeding from one ear um mm-hmm. it looks like a, an earring had either been ripped out or she I, w- I was thinking maybe she got slapped so hard that like the thing came off something had happened where uh I'm assuming so Shoko's mom had, uh, was yeah Shoko's mom did to her what her son did Probably. to her daughter. Yeah. And and ripped out her earring and gave her the same, the same thing scar. that happened to her daughter's ear. Yeah. Um, um yeah, so and then he saw that and he realized what happened yeah. and his mom was like she wasn't like crying or anything, she was like straight faced, whatever, and then she's like, um she goes and and then he kind of that's when he kind of like becomes an outsider he's like super quiet doesn't talk to anyone doesn't look anybody in the eye mm-hmm. and um there's this scene that i really loved um he sh- it shows you when he's like going to school and then he's going through the hallway and there's x's no. on everybody's face yeah. because he doesn't look anybody in the eye he has no friends so everybody's like uh like uh, persona non grata, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, <clears throat> and then later on, he he helps this one kid that was being bullied mm-hmm. by someone else. They're trying to take his bike away from him. Mm-hmm. And then he walks up and he's like, hey, the guy was like, hey, I need, to, can I borrow your bike so I can go get something? And the kid's like, where's your bike? He's like, I don't have a bike. Uh, that's why I'm asking. And show, um, Ishida goes up and he's like, hey, you can borrow my bike. And the bike ends up getting stolen. Mm-hmm. And then later on, that that kid um, finds uh, Ishida and brings his Ishida's bike back because he's like, I, I was I followed the guy and he's like, I found it somewhere like abandoned. And then that's when they become friends, and the X on that kid's face kind of peels off, yep. and then you see. And I think that was very like very symbolistic, yep. and then it was it was like a very nice touch, and uh, you see that again happening. Um, Later on in the movie, a bunch of stuff happens. Um, he learns sign language um, because he wants to talk to her and he wants to like apologize. And like uh, throughout the movie, he it's his like <clears throat> it's his uh, evolution to becoming like a better human. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, is what the movie is about. 
and uh and forgiveness and like um and stuff like that and some of the other characters that were bullying the girl come back and you see this one girl is like i hate you you keep apologizing in a way you keep apologizing blah 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 and you just like i i hate that type of personality uh, the other girl that befriended Shoko in the beginning who wanted to learn sign language Sahara. that she yeah that she left and then she came back she's like I'm sorry I was a coward blah 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 I need to learn and then uh, uh there's just it, so much happens yeah. so much drama happens yeah there's a but, there's a lot that goes on between uh ishida like he starts meeting all these people again throughout life and me like yeah. we mentioned he mentioned uh he met the one new kid who became his friend um he be, he befriends yuzuru um shoko's little sister mm-hmm. um he befriends so many people and you start to see like he grows like this group this core group of uh of friends and again that he thinks are his friends. yes yeah um which at one point i, I don't know if I guess we're skipping ahead, but like you said, there's so much going on. It's hard to run through the plot. But at one point where they're at a, an amusement park and he realizes he's having fun and he's just like, is yes. it, is it possible that like, I have like friends now? Like, cause there's a yeah. bunch of people just hanging out, just a bunch of friends, like an amusement park, a regular everyday group of friends, just having yeah, fun with like, each other. Is it okay for me to be having this much fun? Yeah. So, and that's, uh, that's actually a real thing. It's like when you're, when you're feeling so much guilt about something that you did and when you finally start to um, enjoy yourself and you're like, should I be it enjoying myself? Do I deserve myself? this? Yeah, do I deserve this? And and it's like, this is a very important thing um, that people go through uh, and it's it's tough to get past. Like, uh, again, the, the same thing happens with survivor's guilt. Um, if you were in an accident, someone died and you didn't, you're like, well, why was it me and not? why was it them and not me uh soldiers have survivor's guilt and it's there's a lot of like emotional baggage that comes with things like this but uh and later on uh they all turn on him again and because one of the friends um he he confronts him and he's like hey i heard she was bullied in school and whatever so ishida goes back to talk to a girl that was with him in that class and he's like hey are you like spreading rumors about this and then she kind of goes off on him in a in a complete way where i was like i don't think it was necessary Mm -hmm. with the way she went off on him and i'm like why is she doing this and i i i I felt the same way and you kind of realize like that's i think that's just her personality the moment she gets confronted on something She's yeah. she like passes the box. She's like, it's not me because that's the same thing that happened in the beginning when yeah, uh, yeah. Ishida was was being uh, blamed for the bullying, and he's talking about people and stuff. And at one point, the when he blames uh, Ueno, that's the that's the other girl, and mm-hmm. then she even talk, talks about this girl. Um, I can't remember her name. I'm trying to find it. It's just uh, I don't have the pictures of the people. Uh, Kawaii. Okay, yes, Kawaii. And um, she calls her out and she's like, no, I never did anything to bully her, you know, and she's one of those people. She didn't necessarily say anything to her, but she did talk about her behind her back, did laugh at whenever she the girl was getting bullied by other people. She it was almost like bullying by association in a sense. Um, yeah. so, and it's the same thing here where she she just that personality came up again within her. She's like, hey, I didn't do anything. That was all you guys. I saw it, but I didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah, he also didn't do anything to stop exactly. it. Exactly. So that's the that's, that's why the thing, like, right? that, at that point you're just as guilty, you know. And that's when she kind of goes off on him. She's like speaking very loud. She likes the attention. She's like she's like a drama queen yeah. type personality. And then she's like, "You're the one who did this and whatever." And then he kind of just like 
the emotional stress gets him. His stomach hurts. He like holds his mouth yeah. like he's about to throw up, and he kind of just like leaves class. Um, the his friend, uh, I forget his name, the fat kid. I've been trying to find that this entire time we've been talking. Uh, Nagatsuka. Nagatsuka. Yeah. Uh, Nagatsuka follows him to the bathroom. He's like, "Are you okay? Whatever was this true?" And then he kind of like tells him off because he's like, "All right, I know where this is heading again. Yeah. Like everybody's gonna turn on me again." So he kind of like takes the step and he's like, "Go away." Yeah, he tries to nip it in the of... bud. He's like, "Listen, you're gonna turn on me. Let's just not be friends. We're good. Go away." Yeah. And he, yeah, he, yeah. And then like they all later meet again, and then he kind of calls everyone out on their bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, everybody leaves. And while they're leaving, the X comes back up on their face. Yep. Uh, which I think, again, is very important because uh, uh, it's... W- one thing I, I want to just mention, uh, while this is happening, Shoko is present. Um, she can't read lips at this point, I believe. So it's like, as he's telling everybody off, they're all walking away, and she doesn't know what's going on. She just sees, like, they're speaking, and then all of a sudden, they're walking away, some of them in tears. So they all look depressed. She doesn't know what's going on. And then I believe he just tells her, like, hey, let's just go somewhere or something like that. Well, he he's like, hey, summer vacation is next week. We should do something. Yeah. And then that week, he's, like, trying super hard to be happy. He's trying to make her happy. Yeah. And um, because I think he's like, I might maybe commit suicide again. Mm-hmm. I might try again. And, like, <clears throat> and, and Shoko is going through a whole mess of emotions on her side as well. Yep. And then, well, there's the scene sl- with the when she's at the doctor with her grandmother. Yes, and that's that's the one where it's silent. We don't know what they're saying, and there's no subtitles, obviously. And the doctor says something to Shoko and her grandmother, and the grandmother kind of has like this little like worried look to her, and then uh, Shoko just turns to her and just smiles. She does like the regular smile, and it's one of those things where right there it made me think of okay. When she was younger, anytime something bad happened to her, her reaction was the same exact thing. She just yeah. powers through, just smiles it off. It's like, eh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be all right. And I was just like, what happened? I was like, and the whole time I'm watching, I'm trying to figure out what did they say? Of course, you figure out um, later on. You, you kind of get an idea of what was said. But uh, yeah, at that point, I was just like, all right, something's going on. So Shoko's got that going on. She knows that there's some type of uh, thing going on. And it's her grandmother's sick, essentially. And um, and also Shoko is becoming so close with Ishida, she realizes she has feelings for him mm-hmm. and uh, she makes an attempt to tell him that uh, she loves him. And mm-hmm. the thing is, she didn't want to do it through sign language. He she wanted to say it. But like you said earlier, um, she can't really speak and she just imitates what little she can uh, make out. So when she mm-hmm. says it uh, and it translates into what the moon, I believe it was. Yeah. And then he's just like use sign language and then she's like you know the moon and then or i love you and then he's like why are you talking about the moon and then she just like runs off like all sad and depressed and he has no idea why so like you said she's got a lot of stuff going on at the same time too so eventually like ishida and and, um uh, shoko and yuzuru um kind of like reintroduce ishida to their mother and they kind of like become a little bit more acquainted yeah and I'm kind of like skipping towards the end yeah, here a yeah. little bit because uh, this is like where the meat of the stuff happens. And so they go to this, this um, they end up making her mother a birthday cake and whatever. And her mother's kind of like, she's mean mugging him, but she's like, all right, fine, whatever. She's like tolerating him basically at this point. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, and then at one point they end up going to the summer festival, I guess, where they have the fireworks. And um, um, they they watch it a little bit. Yuzuru tells her mom, "Hey, I want to go get some yakisoba, which is a type of noodle." Um, and then Ishida and uh, Shoko speak a little bit, and then she's like, "All right, I have to go home now." I forgot what she the excuse that she tells him. It was something about uh, was it schoolwork? I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah. She gives an excuse. She's like, I gotta go home. He's like, Okay, do you want me to walk you? She's like, No, I got it. Uh um the mother and the sister come back and then she's like, Where where's Shoko? He's like, She went home. She and then Yuzero, she's like, Hey, can you go grab the camera? So uh Ishida runs uh goes back. He's like, he opens the door, he's like like speaking as if she can hear him. He's like, hey, I'm here. Um, but she obviously can't hear him. Mm-hmm. He he picks up the camera and he kind of looks through, the, like the house is ha- kind of open and he yeah. looks through the house and there's a, they have a terrace. Mm-hmm. And then he sees her standing there on the terrace watching the fireworks. And then he's like, hey, Shoko. And then like he sees her slowly start lifting her leg. And and this kind of becomes a little bit all slow motion. Yeah. And uh, this was a very intense scene. Yeah, this was this like, was what this was the what, the second scene that it started getting. I was like, oh no! And yeah, one yeah. of the things is, um, I remember thinking, uh, it's uh, almost ironic in a sense. The fireworks, uh, the fireworks yes. is what stopped him from jumping. And when Shoko is watching the fireworks, is when she decides she wants to, you know, and yeah. do it herself. Um, but yeah. So she's she 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 ends up standing on the on the like the ledge on the the ledge. Yes, perfect word for it. Uh, the ledge, and then he's kind of like trying to get to her, and then he like he's like, oh shit, she's actually gonna do it. And then he like he's like running, he trips, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Jesus, yeah, I know, I Christ. know. I'm like, are you shitting me? I'm like sitting in my seat. I'm like, yo, you better make yeah. it. Like I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> and then they do this one scene. Where it doesn't seem like he made yeah. it. Spoilers. Um, yeah. uh, the 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 curtains kind of go up and they cover her, mm-hmm. like the wind. The the so yeah. it covers her, and when it's coming down, you don't She's see gone. her anymore, and you're like, oh yeah. no, yeah. no. <laughs> and then you and then you end up seeing that he got there and he's holding. Yeah. He has her by the wrist and he's holding her. She's like on the other side of the ledge. Yeah. He's like trying to hold on. Yeah, and he's like pleading. He's like, starting tomorrow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything the right way. I'm gonna make sure yeah. I'm gonna do everything I can possible to blah 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 this that and the other. And he's just pleading at this point. Yeah, with Kami, yeah, aka God. Yeah. Um, so also known as he, Dende, he... <laughs> <laughs> who becomes <Yes>. Kami. <laughs> um, so he he like, and then she's like, um. He's pulling her, and then he he was using one hand because he was like starting to go over the edge yeah. to hold on, but he can't hold on to her hand, so he brings that other hand that was holding him there to grab her hand. Yeah. So he's now he's holding her two hands, and he's trying to pull her up. He's like, "Kami, give me some more strength." Yeah. He pulls her up a little bit. She brings. She's like, "All right, I'll." She decides live. that she's gonna try. Yeah. So she brings her hand up, and then he's pulling her up. She's pulling herself up, and then she kind of gets onto the railing. Mm-hmm. And then he falls over. Yeah, and that was the one where it's just like I was like, oh man, it was just because, like, like, like you said, I was like, oh my god, is he gonna get to her? And then when he's holding onto her, you see the slipping happening as well, where it's just like yeah. his hand is going higher up on her wrist up to the point where it's 
almost at her hand. Then he brings in the other hand. I was like, oh man, I hope he saves her. And then when he tips over, I was just like, it was just, it was just like, oh, I was not expecting that. That was like a slap to the face. (laughs) I was like, oh shit. And then he falls. And then he he lands. uh, Did he fall in the river? Yeah, he lands in some, uh, some type of water. I don't know if it was a river, I guess. Maybe it was like a low, um, like uh not high like not deep water yeah. but like water and he hit it and then he hit the ground under it and whatever yeah. apparently and then you see blood start coming out oh. yeah you see he's like it's cold then he's like it's warm yeah and that's from the blood and then uh he kind of like in in the flashes of like sirens and stuff like that he sees his two old friends from middle school that he used to be with all the time that betrayed him yeah um, and then he's at the hospital. Uh, you don't know. You ne- You don't see him for like. 10, for you don't see him for minutes. a while. You see everybody else yeah. reacting to what has happened. You see Shoko at this point and has her arm in a sling. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's just kind of like, I don't know. Everybody's just reacting to what happened, and it's one of those things where it's just like, I, I felt like he didn't make it. Like the, it's like they were giving subtle hints, like the I forgot what exactly, but things they were saying, which is like okay, it's just like. He's in the hospital. I, I, it seems like he's okay, but it, I didn't get that hundred percent confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a coma. He hasn't woken up yeah. yet. And then two scenes after that were like, I was just like, I was almost done, bro. Yeah. I was just about to just start crying. Um, the one scene is when the when Shoko's mother, the girl, mm-hmm. confronts Ishida's mother, mm-hmm. and she comes and she's like. Uh, I'm sorry. And then she gets on her hands and knees and like prostrates in front of her. And she's like, apologize. And she's like, no, 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 don't like, there's nothing. He's, she's like, Ishida probably did something. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> you know Ishida's I mean? stupid, you know? <laughs> yeah. He, it's, this is probably his fault. Yeah. And then the sister comes and she was like, no, he actually like saved her and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then she gets in the same yeah. prostration position. She's like, sorry. And then she bends down. She's like, uh, she's about to like start crying yeah, and like, she's like i'm really your sorry it's, you know it's, yeah yeah you should just dumb it's okay and, <laughs> and then it's and it <laughs> yeah, bro, she's just shitting on him the whole time and then it it it, the, it cuts to uh shoko being beaten up by uh Unoue, who's like this is your fault blah blah yeah. blah she's like um whatever and then um shoko's mother comes and she pulls off uh, in a way, then they start fighting, yeah. and then uh, Ishida's mother comes and breaks them up, and then she's like, "You guys need to stop this." Blah blah yeah. blah, and that's when I like really teared up a little bit. Oh, none, none of that when, got me actually. No, no, it's not yeah. that. It's when it's when um, Shoko mm. uh, started apologizing to Ishida's mother, mm. and she got down on her like she literally was like on her feet. Yeah. Like her head was on her feet and she was just like uh, screaming and she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And crying her eyes Mm -hmm. out. Um, That got to me, man. I was just like, I just I just sat through that. At at this point, it was just like, I I think with the whole with Ishida, it's like and like I said, even though I felt like I I think he's okay, But at that point, I was just like I had I couldn't I had nowhere else to go. I was just like, I can't get into a lower state now yeah, yeah so it's yeah. like you guys get through whatever you want at me <laughs> it's, just like, it's like you, you can't you, you're not gonna beat me now at this point you, you you beat me down you know yeah yeah um but then um later on she's kind of 
uh, one thing. Uh, so the pictures mm-hmm. I wanted yeah, to yeah, get yeah. to, and this is when it happens. She uh, Yuzuru uh, Shoko's younger sister. She's like, I took pictures of these dead things to help because uh, I want. I was trying to, um, I was trying to have her see what it's like, and maybe it would prevent her from wanting to die because apparently she's she's said this multiple times to her younger sister she's like i just want to die or oh and there's the scene uh we forgot to mention where she's on the ferris wheel with uh uno and and the uh, she had the uzuru's camera and it was recording and that's when uno is just like you ruined everything everything would have been fine if you never met us ishida would would have never gone through this you never would have been bullied and she's like i hate you and then that's when shoko reveals that she hates herself Yeah, Yeah. yeah but uh yeah um and I think that's what pushed her over the edge yeah. to um, uh, figuratively and literally. That and the grandmother's passing. We, we kind of didn't yeah, mention that either. So yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So so the thing that happened, which was interesting, was Yuzuru had like this one last night with the grandma sitting on a table. They were drinking tea and eating something. Mm-hmm. And then she was sleeping next to her grandma. She had a dream mm-hmm. about death. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of like woke up and she was like, oh, grandma. And then I thought she was just like waking her up. She said that so she could be like, oh, I think um, Shoko's going to do something. Or it was like, but it ended up being that yeah. it was the grandma I knew she was dead, away. man. The moment you see her just laying there with the smile on her face, I was like, oh, she's gone. She's gone. Oh, okay. I didn't notice yeah. that. Because um, that's the thing. I, but, I yeah. suspected when the doctor said something, like he he, he said something to, to Shoko and the grandmother. I was like, I doubt it's Shoko is going to be sick because if that happens, this movie's going to cause people to commit See, suicide. So, what I th- so, so they got to <laughs> kill the grandmother. <laughs> what I thought happened was that because she started only wearing one hearing after yeah. that. So I thought what happened, he's like, all right, you're completely deaf in this ear now. So there's no point in wearing a hearing aid anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it's just it's, so I thought that was the oh, bad okay. news. I don't know. It was the I thought it, I then thought it was going to be it, like I said. It was either a one they're going to pull a they're going to pull a swerve. <laughs> Shoko's dying, and I was like, my god, yeah. like just give us something. <laughs> or or it's the or the grandmother's sick and she's dying. And I was just they're like, going to be know. like Shoko. I'm sorry to tell you, but you have testicular cancer. <laughs> it's like how is that even possible? he's like but you have it if that happened i'm gonna walk around to see people with x's other faces like i can't i can't do it (laughs) um but yeah that was that was intense and then and then shoko at one point she's like she's trying to win over inoue because inoue was at the hospital preventing her from seeing ishida Mm -hmm. so she was standing out there every single day during visiting hours mm-hmm. and like at one point there it was raining and then she puts the umbrella over her head blah 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 and um and then that night she has like a dream yep. uh and she's like uh oh oh no he's at the bridge or something like yep. that and then she runs to the bridge where they would feed the carps yep. um bread and then he woke up and then he went to the same place and he was like worried about her. He thought she died or something. Yeah. And then they meet at the bridge. They kind of, she kind of doesn't believe it. She has to like poke him to see if he's real. Yeah. And then they, they have like a little conversation. And then he, he recovers, he comes back to school and he's like very afraid. It's like a school festival. He's like scared to go back to school. And then everybody still has the X's on their face and whatnot. And then 
Shoko is helping him through this and they're kind of like helping each other through this. Um, I thought they were going to end up together at the end. I thought maybe he would be like, I have feelings for you or she would say it again, but it never happened. And then at the end, he kind of like those group of friends that he ended up making in high school ended up coming back. Mm -hmm. And then that's when he like understood like friendship Mm -hmm. because the whole movie was like about him trying to understand what friendship Mm -hmm. is like you had said and then at the same time you know the whole yeah absolutely like suicide and just getting over that and uh and then once he understood that at the end when they were at the festival he was standing there and it kind of like finally clicks with Mm -hmm. him and then the x's that on like everybody's face all fall at the same time and and then it's like he starts crying and then like the movie ends um like we said, very intense movie. Yep. Um, very, very powerful message. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend people watch this. But um, my God, it's it, like if you're already in an emotionally taxed place, do not watch. Yeah, this movie. pretty much. Like just like just be at your happiest, <laughs> <laughs> and then watch this movie. It'll de- it'll depress you a little bit, but then it'll be easier to get out of it. But like, don't don't watch this movie while you're down. You gotta watch this movie at like the peak. Like, be like, I'm too happy right yeah. now. Should I be doing this? Like, I think I need to go watch a silent. You, voice. you know what happened for me? Uh, remember, I was texting you, and I was just like, Yeah. So I screwed up. I, I need to make sure I I get on a normal sleeping schedule since I'm on vacation. Yeah. And I was just, I was pretty tired when I was texting you. I was like, all right, because I was up since like 7 p.m. And I was thinking before that, I had only slept for like an hour or two. So it's like I yeah. was dead. And I was just like, I need to watch a silent voice before we record, obviously. So I was like, I'm going to try to watch it now. I got some time. And I told you, it's like, I hope I don't fall asleep. And man, when I tell you that movie woke me up. <laughs> like, if that's another thing. If you, if you feel like you're going to fall asleep and you need to be awake for like another two two hours two and a half hours three hours watch a silent voice that movie's gonna wake you up in a in a heartbeat like i, I went in there i thought you were gonna no nah, man i went in I there you were gonna say you were like nah i went in there like half sorry, asleep sorry. and then just like within the first like 10 minutes i was like nah man i'm in <laughs> i'm emotionally I thought you were gonna be movie. like watch this movie and then you're just gonna cry yourself to sleep <laughs> <laughs> no man with some tissue like you know you know that dane cook joke or he's like you just gotta have I yourself tried my best. a good cry yeah. yeah and it's just like this This is the movie watch this movie yeah. you're gonna have yourself one of those cries uh if you're a crier and then you're just gonna fall asleep and have the best sleep of your life probably you're just gonna wake up refreshed um you got all that bad juju energy out but yeah yeah man it was uh like you said uh very very good movie i enjoyed it very much and credit to henry my god because this is a movie yeah. that i i i'm sure i never would have uh seeked out same i never and it's same. not like i have anything against like a, a dramatic movie or or a anime dramatic movie i have nothing against that it's just it's just no it would, would never have been on my radar um so yep. henry thank you thank you very yes, much thank you very much I do want to talk about bullying for a second. Mm-hmm. I have I have a lot of conflicting like thoughts and feelings about bullying. Because mm-hmm. I got bullied in like middle school. Um, <clears throat> like a lot. Okay. Because I was just like, and, and, and in grade school too, because like I was the new kid. I was from Egypt and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And at first it was like, hey, that's cool, sands, pyramids, whatever. Yeah. And then like, you know. Well, at that turned... point, you're also trying to get adjusted to just 
living here, right? Yeah, not speaking English well yet. Yeah. yeah. And then middle school was okay. Mm -hmm. on, and then 9 11 happened. I can just imagine, yeah. And then boom, right? At like. And then high school didn't really get bullied, mm -hmm. but just the type of our friendship with our friend group, we just made fun of each other all the yeah. time. So that's why I have like, like I like the the stuff in middle school. Um, like when people talk shit and stuff, I it didn't. It never really bothered me that mm -hmm. much. Because I'm just like, all right, whatever. And then I go home, and then I'm just like, I I'm in my own world, playing with my action figures, just did whatever, mm -hmm. right? And then in high school, I'm just like, all right, these are my friends. This is what we do. Like it's not an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, or I guess I've I've never really witnessed. Real bullying, mm -hmm. I guess. I, I, I don't know. I just don't understand. I mean, for the most part in high school, because I didn't meet you till high school, obviously. And the yeah. way I see it is in high school, it's it got to a point where we had overall, like our class, not even just our group of friends, our class in general yeah. was a very small group compared to just about any other high school there we is. Had 60, we had 60 people. So yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like, I feel like even though we weren't all friends with each other, I don't think any of us really had any type of issues with each other. No, not so really. that's one of those things where it's just not like we didn't hate each other. We didn't like love each other, but it was just one of those things where it's just like, hey, man, I respect your existence. Like, it, it's one of those things yeah, where it's yeah. like, hey, you're there. I have no reason to be upset about you being there, you know, and um, I mean, yeah. we had our cliques within school, oh, yeah. like everybody had their friend. Yeah, groups absolutely. And but it's like, like nobody ever like, that... feuded or anything, like, at least not from our point of view. Not really. No. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And then we all made fun of each other. So it was just yeah. like, that's just, that That was the dynamic. And now it's like, you get made fun of or something like that. It's all like, no, you can't do yeah. that, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, at some point, I guess you kind of like want to build some tough skin. Yeah. But like, when is it okay to do that? And when is it not okay to do that? And then it's just like, I was looking at this and I'm just like, all right, the, the physical stuff when they got with the girl when they were taking her hearing yeah, aids out and stuff. I was like, I was like, I was like, that's too yeah. much. At one point, he made fun of the way she spoke. Yeah. I was just like, all right, we do that all the time, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sure like, and um, maybe for her it's a little different, but like, she, I, I, also she can't really hear it. <laughs> so, God like, damn it! <laughs> stop. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sure nobody told her. Um, because yeah, I yeah. don't think she ever knew. Like at one point when she's reading in class and she has to read, and obviously it's coming out all distorted and weird, and then he imitated her making fun of it. And yeah. everybody like either laughed or they giggled or the teacher was upset. And she didn't know. You're right, she didn't know. Yeah. But uh it's 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 weird. I at that point it's it's one of those things where I I agree, making fun of somebody is that's that's almost like my lifeblood, you know, like, like I'm used to doing it. But when it's something like that, it's it's weird. It's one of those things where, like, I feel like if you're OK with the person, once you understand the way the person reacts to it, then it might be OK. But if it's somebody you don't know and they have a disability, yes. they can't help it. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Here's the thing, right? If that person didn't have a disability. Mm -hmm. Would you make fun of them? Personally, no. I wouldn't make fun of somebody unless I knew them and I knew they could take it. That's what it comes down to okay. for me. So here's the thing, yeah. right? So I think the whole making fun, at least in American culture, mm -hmm. 
I'm not talking about this is Japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. culture, but I'm just talking about the overall like bullying yeah. and stuff. They're like they're that. a lot more into respect than we are here. Yeah. yeah. So at least in American culture, if you don't make like good friends, if you don't make fun of them, then they're not your good friends. Yeah, it's 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 almost like a rite right? of passage. I guess yeah, right. This there's just something you yeah. do. Like you fuck with the people that you are really good friends. I'm with. constantly sending you pictures of people that I see that look like you at wrestling shows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like stuff like that, you know. We're always making fun of each other. We made fun of each other so much in high school and we still yeah, do. Absolutely. Um Everyone's like, I got a new picture. I got to send you. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was listening to this one podcast where the comedian is like, a, as a comedian, mm-hmm. when he's at show and he's doing like crowd work and making fun of crowds, he's like, I have to go with the people with disabilities. Because if I don't, then I'm treating them as like untouchables mm-hmm. and I'm not treating them equally as everybody mm-hmm. else. And that's that's at a stand-up crowd work scenario. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's getting made fun of. Everybody's equal at getting made fun of. I'm making everybody participate. Yeah. Right? And he's like, I had a lot of people who had those disabilities. I made fun of them. They They reached out to me on social media and they were like, hey, thanks. For including me? For like, for including okay. me. Like, it, and the jokes were like funny, not mean. Okay, yeah, that's, right? that's and, another and important that, part of it. I think that's another important distinction. The jokes got to be funny mm-hmm. and not just mean. Yeah. Like you're not trying to be mean, you're just trying to be funny and everybody laugh together. It's almost like you want to laugh at the situation, not at the person. Yes, exactly. You know? And I think that and there's a fine line between Absolutely. That, you gotta that know what you're sometimes, doing. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but exactly. So I, I think that was just like my like thought process on like the whole bullying yeah. thing. Because that's the thing. But, I mean, um, it, it's funny because if you look at us when we were younger, um granted, I didn't know you till high school, but I mean, even just look at high school, we could definitely be considered bullies by somebody who's on the outside looking in. Yeah, um, sure. And and it's one of those things where it's like, I guess, in a sense, we, it, by that same logic, we've probably been bullied. But it's one of those things where somebody asked me, like, uh, growing up, were you ever bullied? I don't feel like, honestly, I don't feel like at any point in my life I was actually bullied. Um, But it's one of those things where... Is it possible I was and I just didn't take it that way? I didn't take it as such. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't care. Um. Uh, the closest thing I could think of to being bullied, uh, I remember this was before high school. I was always a geek. I was always a nerd. We've talked about this where uh, me and my group of friends, the quote unquote nerds, we would uh, always sit together, hang out together like you would with your clique. And I was uh, we were referred to as the as the geek squad. And yes. and the geek squad um, was myself, who I, I was obviously a geek. I played multiple sports. Uh, other friends of mine who were like these big kids. That I know that like. If we were the geek squad, if we were a bunch of geeks, we were the ones you didn't want to mess with. Like we were, we were like athletic, <laughs> we were big, we were strong, we were tough, and we were nerds. <laughs> and yes. it was one of those things. Like you call us a geek, it was like you're gonna pay for it, you know. And it's and it wasn't a even like anything combination. like what's up. I said a lethal combination, but pretty much. And it was one of those things where it's just like they would say it to us, and then we would get back. It was like, ah, oh, we got you, you know. And we would grab them, and then you would grab the person. Then we do, just let them go. We're not gonna fight you over this. We we don't care. And they would say it to us, and it was like it wasn't even like a hey, you you suck, you're a geek. It's because they were like initiating a game. I was like, oh, you know, you're a geek, come get us. And we would get them. I was like, ah, you know, we're smarter than you are, you know, <laughs> like stuff like that. And it was just it, it was similar to how um our high school was, where yeah, yeah. all of us kind of got along with each other for the most part. Once again, from my point of view, um, we nobody ever really hated each other. If you did say something mean or hurtful, you would eventually apologize for it, or everybody just knew you didn't mean it. 
So I, I don't know. It was uh, eh, I, it's different cultures, like you said. In Japan, I'm sure the way we talk to each other is would probably be looked down upon. Yeah, I'm sure that would be super disrespectful. Yeah. All right, final thoughts. Oh, uh, we sh- we oh, should we rate didn't. and review. Those are my final thoughts. Well, we reviewed yes, it, but uh, we should rate. Sorry. It. Yeah, yeah. Rate it. I, yeah, I think I thought about this a little bit um, this morning when I wake up. I would definitely give this movie an eight. It's uh, hang on. So is is this official? Are you giving it an eight? Should I put that in? Um, l- let's talk about okay. it a little bit more. So right. it's funny because this morning when I woke up there was sausage and bacon in front of my face because uh, my mom decided that's how she wanted to wake me up and it was unusual and I I guess I should have been happy about it but I wasn't. I don't want to wake up and see food in my face. I digress. I thought about the movie and I was like, where would I put it? And initially, I was just like, okay, we have two movies in there. We have The Platform, which we both gave sevens and we have Pan's Labyrinth, which I gave a 4.5 and you gave a 6.5. And initially i was thinking obviously i like this better than pan's labyrinth i don't know if i like it more than the platform and then the more we talk about it the more i think about it i 100 like this more than <laughs> the platform mm-hmm. so initially i was thinking like if anything i would have to give it like a six five but now i'm just like you know what this this between what i watched the message the way i felt watching it uh, it was like I got a minimum is an is an eight, minimum. I could I could see you going to an eight five to be honest with you. Yeah, um, I guess like I know like we're rating and reviewing. Uh, are we doing it against the other movies we've watched? I I feel like you can't help but do it. Uh, because I feel like when we rated the platform, that became especially the fact that it's at a number seven. That became our standard yeah. bearer. It's like, how do we compare this to this? Like, I can't. I think we can't help but do that at this point. See, I, I mean, I guess maybe I, I didn't really think about it that mm-hmm. much. Um, maybe I thought about it that way via Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. But since this was like an animated movie and it was a whole different thing, I was just like, this is just what did I think about this movie? Not compared to these other okay. movies. Like, do I like it better than this one or this one? Like, I, I didn't really that. think about that. I prefer that, that method. It's just, <clears throat> I, I don't know if I could help distinguish that. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. I think, know. yeah. When I just saw this, I was like, like, what do I feel about rating this movie? Mm-hmm. And I, it was just like, it was very well done. It was like easy to follow, even though there was like flashbacks and stuff. There was, um, there were certain symbols that you, you understood and it wasn't like overly like, mm-hmm. Uh, vague um so yeah in that sense like that movie was just like it it since i since it started until the end i was very engaged Mm. um didn't get bored or go on my phone at all while i was on this watching this movie so that's why like it's um engagement and it's uh its message, the the story, like everything, I was just like, all right, uh, this movie, like I think, deserves an. Eight. All right, but let's let's look at yeah. it from the other point of view. Okay. If why not a ten? Because you're praising it. What's keeping it from? Because I don't to think the... it was perfect. No, no, I don't, ten is to me is a perfect. Ten movie. is perfect. Okay, then why? I mean, yeah. nine five nine. What's keeping it from being? There? I think. Because I'm trying because to think of what it, I disliked. I could think of one thing in particular I disliked, but go ahead. What I disliked is it is it made me fucking sad. Well, no, you can't you can't like, hold that uh, against it. That's that was its objective yeah, at this point. Uh, 
No, no, a little bit, a little bit, because I was just like this. This made me a little depressed yesterday, bro. <laughs> like I was just like I was, I was like, damn, I, we're in Corona, we're locked up, and I had to see this goddamn yeah, movie. Yeah, but uh, you, you can't blame the movie for that. If anything, you blame Henry. <laughs> you know, Henry made you depressed. Uh, yeah, that's okay, maybe, but it's just I, I don't know. Like, do I would I give it a ten, or would I give it like a nine? I don't think it's like a nine point five. Um. Uh, I think it, it it also didn't have like a, a happy ending, which would have made it feel a lot better. Um, he did he did feel better. Whatever I, I thought, like at the end, they would like finally just like get together, yeah. and I'd be like, this would be a beautiful story yeah. of like hardship and whatnot. And I would have liked that happy ending. But hey, you know what? Ex- the yeah, wor- go, the, no, finish your thought. I'm sorry. The world isn't it, the world isn't full of happy endings. So that's why Kevin Arnold didn't end with um, Winnie I Cooper. Think for- people need to come to that understanding. Who? Exactly. Watch the Wonder Years, son. Watch the Wonder Years. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I think it's just um, to me it's uh it's uh, at like a solid eight. Um, I'm around the same yeah. score, but when I have to think about specifically what I disliked about it, um, well, first off, the ending, I was expecting the same thing. I was expecting they're gonna get together. Once I saw that they didn't, I liked it more. Um, not because I don't want to see them uh, get together, I guess, but because that's not what the story was. And that yeah. would what that would have added nothing to it. Like, okay, they're together now. That's great. We we already. Uh, I mean, we already know that she yeah. likes him. Uh, we we since we assume they're going to get together, we already assume he has feelings for her. No no guarantee, but we assume so. And it's one of those things where it's like that's that's not needed. That's not needed to make this uh, complete story. I feel like it's a complete story without that. So if you don't need it, why? why no, put you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. It would have just made the viewer. Happy. Yeah, and that, that's, that's not the goal of this movie. In. This goal, this movie, I feel like was there to tell a message, and it it, yes. it succeeded in doing so. Um, now, yeah. one thing I I disliked uh, is there are very uh, sp- specific uh, parts of the movie that are uh, distracting. Now, uh, throughout the movie, they they cut, they do way too many camera cuts to the point where it's it, it's it's upsetting. Um, like mm. they'll be talking, and it's like they're feeding the fish. Let's cut to these fish being fed. Then they're talking, let's cut to this cloud in the sky. Let's cut to the sun. Let's cut to this building. Let's cut to these trees. And I was like, my God. It's just like, you need to stop. It felt like I was watching an episode of SmackDown in 2010 because that's all they do. (laughs) Here's somebody's entrance. We want to see them walk from the ramp to the ring, except they show you about 57 different angles while that's happening. And it's only like a a 30-second walk. So it was was like I was getting, you know, old SmackDown vibes from that. And that's not a good thing. And so that was annoying. Also, I feel like in terms of some of the characters, they I understand they had a lot of characters to work with, but let's talk about uh, Maria, who was distracting. Maria's father was distracting, and the mother's face not being there was annoying and distracting. <coughs> All those things, they kept on taking me out of the moment, where it's just like I would watch the movie, and then it's just like, what? why is this here? What is this? What is, what? Yeah, for me, that none of that stuff bothered me. Okay, yeah, but like, like I said, for me, like if if it, if if I was to say 10 meant perfect uh, on my scale, that right there is points deducted um, where it's just like, if you're tr- if you want me to f- see the message for what it is, you need to keep me focused on the message. Don't put in different things to uh, detract me from what's happening. Um, I think if they didn't do that, the message would have been like, Hey, go commit suicide. Like this is so depressing. It's just like well, nothing but depressing. It had, it had elements of uh, of comedy. Like I said, you had the 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 sprinkler, the hose, and there's the one scene yeah. which I thought it actually made me laugh out loud when um his friend uh, 
Tomohiro the with the hair, the the little short guy. Yeah. Tomohiro uh, Nagatsuka when um when uh Ishida tells him that Yuzuru is a girl. And remember he had his hand like around the oh, shoulder yes. and he's like he was like, "Oh yeah, and this is a cool guy." He's like, "Actually, that's a girl." And then he's like, "I knew that." And they cut and he's like a block away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that was that funny. was hilarious. So it's like it, it that isn't part of the message that isn't part of the story but it's helped to alleviate the pressure so i feel like those types of scenes there is a little bit of comedy here and there that is to make it I don't so think that you don't want to die i don't think that water scene was meant to be funny it wasn't meant to be funny but we're sick people <laughs> Eslam. we're sick people yes. and this is the way we think and it made me laugh um oh uh, yeah no but uh i feel like you already had elements of to to relieve the pressure so you don't need the yeah. extra stuff you don't need uh, Pedro, I looked up. That's the guy's name, uh, Maria's father. We didn't, we didn't need him in the intro working out for no apparent reason to not <laughs> be seen again till the very end of the movie. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the mother burning the money that was comical. You know, like it was supposed to be a serious moment, and then they relieved the pressure by she was like, "Oh no, she did actually burn it, but it was by accident." And they tried to figure it out how to stop it, and it was a whole thing. So, um, I don't know. I, I'd give it. I think I'd give it an eight five. Eight five, I think I'll stick with my mm-hmm. eight. Yeah. Um, so what's that make it uh, yeah. between the two of us? That's what a eight eight point two five. Yeah. Officially yes, it does officially putting this in the uh, the document here. So all right, it is official. Uh, a silent voice, uh, also known as Koe no Katachi, directed by Naoko Yamada. Uh, is rated 8.5 by me, 8 by you, and our combined score of 8.25. All right. That's good. Um, let us know if you guys uh, have watched this movie. Um, let us know what you think of this Absolutely. movie. We'd love, we'd love to hear your opinions as well. Um, tell us what you'd like to – what would you have rated this movie as well? Um any final thoughts? Um, it's very enjoyable. It's like I said, because it wasn't on my radar. Um, I'm thankful to Henry for it, but I, I already feel like I already have a, a broad net out there trying to catch like movies that would interest me. And then this was a sign. It was like, nah, man, the ocean's bigger than you thought, you know? So it's just like, okay, I need to open up my horizons even more. So it's like, yeah, now yeah, I'm looking definitely any direction it was just like it i don't you know i never would have thought to have looked at this and why i can't think of a reason why i wouldn't i like anime i like dramatic stories i like you know f- movies that focus on storytelling so this should have been under my radar i'm a little upset it wasn't but i'm glad that i got to see it anyway so now i gotta really keep my mind open and just look around yeah i completely 100 percent agree um thank you for listening to Los wise guys podcast i hope you enjoyed this rate and review um if you like what you hear follow us on social media like subscribe share rate and review and um thank you and have a great week next time i pick the movie